Wednesday, the 27th of July. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. We, of course, hosted by the best people. Let's introduce ourselves. Six foot plus of pure temptation. <laughs> Don't mess up my intro. <laughs> <laughs> my bad boss <laughs> You know what it is Big Moss on the east side of the bridge <laughs> It is your favourite shade queen Never racist My no. own <laughs> The voice of reason The oracle Big man use You man A pro-black activist TDA producer News analyst Melanin Jamman I love it I see you were Today, you didn't want you serve coffee in between. <laughs> your pause is My bad. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> How's everyone doing now? They're cool, man. Yeah, good. Cool. All right. Okay, yeah. All right. So everyone's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> My sleeping pattern's messed up, man. Why is it messed up? I don't know. The last two nights, I just keep falling asleep so early and waking up at four in the morning. It's because you're going. Okay, so you're going to bed too early. Yeah. Because I feel I can only sleep for like four or five hour shifts anyway. Really? Yeah. I can't, yeah, it's hard to sleep longer than that. Oh, wow. I definitely couldn't sleep for like eight hours in a row. Really? Mm-hmm. No. I can. Yes, yeah. same. I can't sleep for England. Hours. Really? Yeah. No, I definitely, you need to relax. I definitely wake up. You guys need to relax. Mm. You need to... It's because you're thinking, like, what makes you wake up? Why would you wake up? It might be a thinking thing, actually. Maybe yeah. you're thinking I've got stuff to do or... Yeah. Oh, no. And plus, I think um, as a child, I always woke up early, innit? Is it? So okay? even if I kind of slept late, I kind of just... Yeah, got up. Yeah. yeah. Some people like that. Where the only time they can sleep late is if they're ill. No, I don't know. Just... That's the only time that, that their body can allow them to sleep long. Okay. Obviously, their body is kind of down. Yeah, yeah, shut down. I just can't sleep through. And before this, I used to have the, the worst sleeping fight. So I'll just sleep like early hours of the morning because I know I can run on four or five hours and I know that's how long I'm going to sleep anyway. So. Okay. You get me? So I'll just sleep early hours of the morning. If I go sleep too early, I'll sleep the four or five hours and wake up and then I'll be energized all throughout the night and probably stay up all through the night and all that. So it don't make sense. So I'll just stay up late and then just yeah. get my four hours sleep at the end of the night. Wow. Yeah. I could never. That's impossible. That is not possible. But um, before we go on with the show, I want to let you guys know to subscribe to our channel. Um, It's only right that you do. You engage with us in, on, in our comments. You watch the videos. So let's reflect that. As Koi would say, send it to two of your friends and five of your enemies. Right. But yeah, let's get into our first headline. So, Rishi and Trust debates cancelled after host faints. Well, damn. What? Okay. The Rishi Sunak and Liz Trust debate aired live by The Sun and Talk TV yesterday evening was abruptly stopped halfway. Through- <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Why are you laughing hysterically? This, this show. <laughs> what? Why are, you, why are you getting mad over there, big man? <clears throat> I don't have the words. All right. Because me and my friend are so dumb. This has come full circle. Because my brethren was reading this story or saying something about this yesterday on the phone to me, saying yeah. something about our... Uh, um, Kate McCann, Kate McCann kind of thing, mm. or something happened to Kate McCann or something. Yeah. yeah. And then he said, Who's Kate McCann? I'm saying, I don't know. He don't know either. And he's saying, Oh, it must be a Madeline McCann's mum. You get me? <laughs> <laughs> so we was like, Yeah, yeah, it must be. <laughs> and obviously, uh, nah. Yeah. We just read this story. Okay, that makes sense. 
said Madeline McCann. Not Mom. Madeline the flipping McCann. <laughs> Okay, we was wrong. I'm gonna have to tell him afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) This is why why the news is good. I'm gonna have to tell him. You know, that's not a bad news moment. Do you know what? This is why TDA exists to let you know, give you proper information. So sorry. (laughs) All right, let's let's go through that again. (laughs) The Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss debate aired live by the Sun and Talk TV yesterday evening was abruptly stopped halfway through. After yeah, was abruptly stopped halfway after a loud crash was heard. It emerged that the presenter journalist Kate McCann had fainted. Talk TV said McCann was fine, but the channel had been given medical advice not to continue. They then apologized to the listeners and viewers. The leadership candidates tweeted that they were relieved to hear McCann was fine and indicated they would be happy to stage a rematch. Before it was halted, the latest televised debate between the two candidates had been covering tax, the state of the NHS, and rising living costs. They had been about to begin... They had been about to begin a section on the UK support for Ukraine when the debate went off air. Is there any kind of indication how that how that race is going? Um, actually, I read something in the Guardian about how they believe Trust kind of comfortably beat him yesterday. Was beating him, mm. yeah. Oh, in the debate, yeah, yeah. Okay, in the, in the actual polls, um, the YouGov polls, Trust is up. Yeah, I saw stuff like that. Yeah. People were saying, you know, sounds about white. <laughs> Maybe I should have been the one to say that. <laughs> I should have been the one to relay that message. <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. Listen, don't mm. sh- I'm just reporting the news, honey. <laughs> All right. So the next bit of headlines say a bishop was robbed of his jewelry worth one million dollars. Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. Okay, Lamar Whitehead. Lamar, you know. It's Lamar. Yeah, you know Americans. Got Americans are different. Names, right? Yeah, they make up their own names. They really mm. do. They really, really do. Yeah. Lamore Whitehead, a flashy preacher apparently known for his flamboyant lifestyle, was robbed of more than $1 million, which is equivalent to £840,000, in jewelry during a live streamed sermon in the city of New York. That is hilarious. <laughs> the bishop, aged 44, has vowed that the culprits wouldn't get away with it and has offered a $50,000 reward for information leading to an arrest. Among the items taken from the bishop, who drives a Rolls Royce, were Rolexes, diamonds, and emeralds. Police are still investigating the incident. No suspects have been have so far been named or apprehended. In the video, Mr. Whitehead is last heard saying, sorry, asking, how many of you have lost your faith because you saw somebody else die? Before several masked gunmen entered the church in Brooklyn. <laughs> Speaking on the incident on Instagram, Bishop Whitehead said, when I see them come into the sanctuary with their guns, I told everybody to get down. Everybody just get down. I didn't know if they wanted to shoot the church up or if they were coming just for a robbery. Following the robbery, the, Un- the New York Post reported that the items taken from him and his wife included $75,000 Rolex and Cavalier watches, a 25000 Episcopal mm-hmm. ruby and diamond ring, and a $25,000 pair of earrings, and even his wedding band. The bishop also added, for you to kick in a church door, and come with guns in the middle of service, what God is going to do to y'all is above my pay grade. <laughs> He's sick, man. I don't know if God wants you to shine that much, though, man. I'm guessing that <laughs> that church is in the middle of the ghetto. He's going hard. Yeah. Do you know what? God, did God, God, did God want all of that for you? That is great because that is our next segment, topic of the day. So the title today, the question today, should men of God be humble? And if so, why? So it seems society seems to really frown upon pastors who live flashy lifestyles. But why? 
Why is it okay for everyone else who is not so-called men, man of God to dress in expensive suits, drive luxury cars, and wear flashy jewelry if they can afford it, and not a man or woman who is dedicated to the church to also do the same if she, he or she can afford it too? So why do we want them to be so humble? Why do we assume they've scammed their way to acquiring that money? And what is the issue here? Thoughts? Can you give me the biblical side of things in terms of what it says about how priests and pastors should behave and, you know, carry themselves? So the biblical side of things is that you should not store up for yourselves Mm. treasures on earth. You should look to the treasures that's in the kingdom of God. Okay. It also says that you shouldn't um, worry about like what you're going to eat, drink, sleep. Um, sorry, what you're going to eat, drink, or eat, all that kind of stuff. Look to God to provide for you. Yeah. It also says the verse. What is it? It says as well that you shouldn't. Crap. The one about um, not looking to things of the world. Not based on gather like treasures and stuff yeah, yeah. in the world. Yeah. Because that is not your um. That's not what you should be worrying about. That shouldn't be what is the biggest priority for you. Yeah. Basically, so acquiring wealth and stuff like that on earth should not be your main dri- driving focus. Because God does bless people. They're rich Christian people who actually know God, not, mm. not Christian by title, but yeah. that God actually knows. And they're rich. God will bless you, but don't make that your driving force. Do you know what I mean? Don't make that your, your life goal, basically. So that's the biblical side of things, which I think is why they get a lot of slack because... A lot of pastors who are flashing all that kind of stuff. There's a yeah. lot of wealthy pastors, yeah. but you don't know that they're wealthy because they don't. They're not flashy with it. Mm. I think it's a bit of a um, what's the thing when someone's the opposite of what you're trying to say? Contradiction. Yeah, that's it. It's a yeah. bit of a contradiction for you to be preaching humility. Yeah. How God wants you to be humble. Yeah. How you should look to God <clears throat> to um for all your provisions. How your main focus on earth, because essentially we're Christians, like our main focus on earth is like to live a life that honors God. Yeah. So I think it's a contradiction preaching all those things, yet you're someone who is chasing wealth and trying to be like, you're trying to be like everyone else who is, doesn't know God and who is, you're trying to be Bill Gates. It's a bit of a contradiction in the word of God. So if you're preaching the word of God, essentially, ideally, you should be living according to the word of God. So you can't be telling people, you know, you can't be preaching to your, your congregation to be humble and to accept their circumstances, whatever, because there's going to be people who can't afford these things in your congregation. yeah. yeah. But then while you're saying that, they're walking home after church and you're on board your, your private jet. Yeah. And I think the reason why they get a lot of slack, a lot of, um, sorry, um, hate as well is because actually a lot of them, the reason why they get, the reason why they have, they're able to build this wealth is off robbing people. It's mm. off the tithes that people, people give, the offerings, all that kind of stuff. It's you using the money that's meant to build the house, the, the church, yeah. and actually meant to help people in the church. Really and truly, like back in the day when like Jesus' time, the early disciples, early apostles, even after Jesus left, amongst them, there was no one that had a need because they would all come together and give whatever they could so that, okay, if no one's eating, if, if one person can't eat, then that means we're, not, we're all not eating. Or if we have food, that means we're all eating. It was that kind of, um, it was that kind of relationship and that kind of community yeah. where like, even when rich people became like kings or whatever, became Christians, they would bring their wealth. They would donate their wealth to the church. So the church really, any money the church gathers should be for the church and for the church is the people. The people are what make the church, not the building, right? Yeah. So it's, for me, I always find it weird when there's pastors who are in a church having like fancy cars and fancy suits and their children go to the best private schools and they have all these best lives and there's people that are coming to the church who are walking home. 
There's people, there's people in your church who are homeless. You don't have, you don't even know what they're gonna have for lunch tonight. Mm. But yet, like a lot of pastors will be like the faith pastors, of course, <clears throat> will be telling them, you know, you know, yes, you don't have much, but how will you have more if you're not giving God the little you have? Yeah, that's so, sick. Do you get me? You're making people donate that the last money that they could have for for lunch. Well, they don't even put the money back into the church. Some and of them, like don't. the building is not even nice. Yeah. Like, like. And do you get me? And that's what the problem is. So it's not so like you. You can be like one of my favorite pastors, I'm John MacArthur. He's a rich man, but a lot of the money that he uses and stuff is to help other people, yeah. which is really what it should be. But you can't be, this is why I really don't like that SPAC nation, man, because mm. you can't be out here being flamboyant, all these things. And there's actually people in your church who can't afford these things. And then what And then what do you do to help them? Mm. The Lord will provide. Okay, uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it could be a personality thing? John MacArthur's white, yeah? Yeah. Um... Look at rappers, for example. Yeah. Eminem is not flashy. No. Yeah. But just as rich as the richest rapper. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, a black rapper is flashy. Mm. Could yeah. it be that with the church? It could. I, I do think it's a fashion. I think if you're really, actually, if you're wealthy, people don't really have to know you're wealthy. But I think for me, I don't like flashy behavior because, especially when you're in that position, because mm. it just comes across as if you're rubbing in people's faces. But but is, is that that person's fault or the people who are seeing it? I think it's a person's fault because you know what it is God has called you to. Yeah. So I think if you rise up to... Because being a pastor, yeah, is different to being a Christian. Being a Christian already, <coughs> there's a way you should live is difficult. The walk is difficult in itself. Mm-hmm. But to be a pastor, mm-hmm. you are literally, you're essentially like God's rep on yeah. earth. The responsibilities you have as a pastor is different to what I have as an attendee. Mm. So I think that if you take... If, you, if God calls you to this ministry... And you say, yo, I'm going to take up this ministry. Mm-hmm. I think it's a thing of like, it's poor taste. You can be rich and whatever, but a lot of them you'll find that they don't really, they don't use that wealth to help. Mm. All you do is basically, they're, they're basically, they're a prayer point. They say, they're basically saying mm. to the congregation, you, what you want is to be like me one day. So get to um, giving offerings, mm-hmm. get to praying, one day you might just be able to afford the Rolls Royce like me. So, so if so, would you be okay with it if the pastor has the same amount of money and everything, yeah, but just didn't wear flashy jewelry, expensive suits, and the expensive cars he has or whatever? Yeah, you just don't see it. No, I can see it, but what do you that do you use your wealth your wealth to help people? Yeah, let's just say because for me it's wild that I can't be rich. Yeah, you guys know my my homeless project. I feel like um, what's the guys from um Councilman Tate? But like for me, yeah, like I can't be rich. For mm-hmm. example, obviously we're all gonna be rich in this room, amen. amen. But I can't yeah. imagine, for example, like I have something and I know for a fact that you need something and I'm in a position to help you, and I don't. Do you get me? So as a pastor, like you're rich and wealthy and whatever. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with being wealthy. It's the pride and the arrogance that comes with that that is literally. A, like it's the complete opposite of what the word of God is meant to be. Yeah, it's the way they're moving, isn't it? It's the way they're moving. <clears throat> you see them churches, yeah? Churches, they're like charities and stuff as well. They're supposed to be self-sufficient that, and yeah. then the preachers are not supposed to work. So they are the churches are supposed to provide yeah. for them while they're doing the Lord's work or whatever. So yeah. if you've got a successful church, I mean, no one can't begrudge you Absolutely. for having a successful church. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, if it's going to be making a lot of money and rare, 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 yeah. then cool, you've got a successful church. Because like a lot of pastors are well off and yeah. got good money. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're saying, it's the way it displays itself. Because when you are being flashy and doing funny things, it just seems a bit weird. Like, you get what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? Like, yeah. and it does, like... It's a bad taste. It's like, it is yeah. a bad taste. Like, there's yeah. sins that they tell you that you should, like, glutton and these things. Like, yeah, it's like, right. you just, they, they just, it just, 
Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's, it's it's weird because, because I don't, I don't think pastors are, you know, shouldn't be chasing the tangible spoils mm. of the world. But then again, they're only humans. You know I mean? If they like nice things and that, it's like mm. I like nice and, suits. I like things yeah. I can afford it. Why not? Yeah, but if you I like nothing like, wrong, exactly. Yeah, but there has to be some type of balance in terms of yeah. what you attain and how you display it. Like I don't mind if pastors send their kids to private schools. Yeah, I see people give back cars, but if you're Outwardly, outwardly projecting this and kind of yeah. stunting on your on your, your on your congregation yeah. with your flashy yeah. watch, your jewelry. That's that, in bad taste. Do it like I've seen. Pa- I've seen pastors do it and make it and make it look, make it look cool. Like that rural at church was quite big. Mm. And um, it's like there? almost called like Mike Todd. You know his 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 stupid, very foolish antiques to the side and his dramatic behavior that he does. But he's someone who he dresses nice. Like he he he's into trainers. Like he yeah. always has nice, fresh trainers and all that kind of stuff. But I never got the my issues with my different. But I never got like the impression that he was stunting on people. Mm. It's just like the man takes care of himself. Yeah, and he looks good. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think <clears> that because you're a pastor or because you're you're a Christian or anything like that, you have to be poor. But at the same time, you need to understand that just because you're a Christian doesn't mean life is going to be a walk in the park for you, and that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're going to be rich. Mm. The what's it called? Like for example, is it? Is it Adeboye? I think it is. Pastor Redeemed. Mm-hmm. He owns like private schools. Yeah. He has set up schools that even members of his congregation can't even afford to go to. Oh, I think it's winners. Yeah, it's Adeboye. winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's got like how are you a pastor with so much vast wealth? And within your, your church, there's people whose children can't afford like normal public school, like school fees, but you set up a school. Not because you want you want the people in your church to be educated, but you set up like a school where it's like the elites of Nigeria go to, as in mm. like the governor's kids and stuff. Do you get what I mean? Like stuff like that is. But is it wrong for weird. him? Is it wrong for him to have that business model? You where can have he can that, set yeah. up as a school only for that type of demographic. Is you that can, wrong? I think. Do you know what? Yeah, I would say I would say it's wrong because mm-hmm. again, it's about balance. So you can you can when I wanted to be a lawyer, right? What I wanted to do mm-hmm. was I wanted to help poor people who face injustices mm-hmm. but don't can't literally can't afford a lawyer. Mm. But that didn't mean my entire practice was going to be all for people can't afford it because mm-hmm. I have to run this. Exactly. So obviously I was going to have like rich clients as well and that's how you balance it. But when your books is just the rich, there's no balance. But see, but... Because I, what it is, sorry, mm. what it is, yeah, if he was, if he was someone who I believe your heart was in the right place in terms of, you know, I want to share my wealth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, you will have people who can afford the school fees coming to the school, mm-hmm. but you also have like schol- hella scholarships mm-hmm. to accommodate the people who can't. I, I don't know. I, like, I get what you're saying. Yeah? Yeah. I agree with what you're saying, but I feel like sometimes we're a bit harsh though. Because I feel like, say all of us here now, we've mm-hmm. become millionaires now, we're yeah. doing our thing. And everyone sees us on the gram, you know, enjoying life, going to certain awards, yeah. ceremonies and whatnot. Yeah. But they don't know that Every Friday, for example, you're going to charity, spending your entire day there, yeah, yeah. helping, doing stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't put it on the ground because to you, it's like, it's a personal thing, right? Yeah. And people come around criticizing you. I kind of see it in a, in a similar way where we don't necessarily know about the amount of money that leaves that church mm-hmm. to go and help the poor. Yeah. We don't know about um, the amount of money that supports um, our single parent families. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of things that churches don't broadcast. Then, then, I get that. And so they're dead. Then they do the bad job then. Yeah. If if, if all we're no, seeing honestly. is you being flashy, yep. wearing designer clothes and yep. jewelry, and we're not seeing that actual work you're doing, then that's their problem. But yeah. it, it, look, you, you, then you need to show us mm-hmm. the good you're doing and stop showing us your drip. Or you, you, you know, know what? You know show, us beings, show us how flashy you are with a Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. 
Well, show us you driving the Rolls Royce to an orphanage. But, but then what would that look us, like? To give them all We're these things. We're starting on people who ain't got parents. No, 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 no. They're kids. They can't drive anyway. So fine. But <laughs> like, show us both. Like, you, you can't just show us this and then tell me. Because one of the things I find annoying is when people like, you show people this, 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 and then you say, well, you don't know what I do in secret though. No, no, no. Make noise. And most time, they, and most time, they ain't doing nothing in secret anyway. That's just lip service. No, but we don't know. No, no, we don't know. In her example, yeah. when people give that up, but you don't know what I'm doing. You ain't doing nothing. Shut you ain't doing nothing. Because <laughs> you know, to pretend no one front. can prove what you're not, <laughs> yeah, what you nothing. are or not doing behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about, when you think about it as well, yeah, as a Christian, essentially as a Christian as well, you're meant to influence other people to be good people around you. Yeah. When if they become Christians, that's a bonus. But if they don't. They should be able to say, do you know what? Yeah, I never used to do this, but I was seeing Esther do this mm-hmm. and it inspired me to do this as well. Yeah. So as a pastor or, yeah, as a pastor, mm-hmm. say you're, you've got, you've got a flashy lifestyle and whatever, but you're giving in, 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 in charity. I'll be honest with you, charity is not something that, yes, the Bible does say, you know, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Mm-hmm. But that's in terms of like, you know how people want to give to poor, um, homeless or whatever and they're really recording it. Yeah. But there's tasteful ways that you can encourage other people to give. So you can't be doing giving in secret. You're a Christian, right? Let people know what, what it's like, what a Christian looks like. So if you're giving to charity and stuff like that, I'm not saying publicize it and make and make the make the orphans, you know, thank you. And mm. no, I'm not saying all of that. But let it be known that, you know what, we we support this charity, we support this charity, we're gonna have this event, and all money's gonna go to this charity, and we've topped it up with this. Like there's subtle things you can do here and there mm-hmm. that will even encourage other people who don't think about giving. To give, you can influence people to do that. You can influence all your other pastor friends with the private jets to donate to that. But for me, I'm not buying the whole argument about, oh, I'm flashy and I do this, I do that. But you don't know what I do in secret. No, yeah. because why are, you, why are you loud with only one thing? Yeah, but that's that's regular people. Isn't it? But churches, I, yeah. I, I don't see why churches should necessarily broadcast the fact that, for example, on a particular day, yeah. they've got, um, they convert their churches into a homeless shelter. Why should they broadcast that? They because feed, how, um, I don't know, 10,000 people. Yeah, you Why? should because do you know what is because do you know what is as well sometimes about um charity, it's 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 good that you're giving, mm-hmm. but the more people involved means the more is given out. So yeah. as a church, yes, the the person's a millionaire, or whatever, blah blah, they're giving money, cool. Mm-hmm. But you can find ways to get people involved. So a church, using an example of a church, okay, do you know what we've paid for the meals that the homeless people are going to eat, mm-hmm. we paid for all the drinks, everything, but encouraged people to come. And just to keep these people company, being homeless is way more than not having a home. It's way more than being hungry or being thirsty or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's even people looking at them as human beings. Mm-hmm. So you can broadcast the fact that, okay, we're holding this day for homeless people, blah, blah, blah. Come and have a conversation yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. Stuff like, so you know what I mean? so I'm saying that there's tasteful ways mm-hmm. to, do you know what? Churches hire me, actually, because I'm coming <laughs> no, right you're in. Right, because... There's tasteful ways, sorry, yeah. there's tasteful ways to broadcast the charity that you're doing without it being a thing of you're arrogant and you're above people. Yeah, like promoting what you're doing, that's going to encourage participation. Mm-hmm. That might encourage people to volunteer, yeah. to get involved. It might even ignite an idea in your head that you need to start doing yep. uh, or making more charitable contributions that's as well. It. So the good you're doing, mm-hmm. pull it out there. Yeah. Okay, but let me say this to you because you, you obviously know this much more than I do, yeah? Mm-hmm. But surely flashy stuff gets more likes and views on the gram than me putting up a post saying, look, come down to the church on the 25th of. Um, this, uh, yeah, this but, particular yeah, month. But, yeah, but what are the flashy? What's what's what is the end goal of the flashy stuff? Nothing. Yeah, but for you to know about the church, so <laughs> so for, it could be for me, uh, for you to know I exist, 
No church exists to follow my post and see other things. Yeah, but this no, is I, yeah, I think yeah, but, no, but yeah, this is about God. This is not about what you're wearing. Yeah. So why would me seeing a pastor when when drip make me want to go to church for the same reason uh, hundreds of people went to spec? But you know, it's because they, they're young and if they're young and impressionable. But and if they still wanted to go to church, but they thought, you know what? what yeah, but, I'm yeah, doing but, yeah here, but that's the wrong draw. If you're being yeah. pulled into church because of drip, that's the wrong church to go to, my friend. I'm sorry. Is it? it yes. Is. It is, isn't it? Because isn't it, it better is. for you to be in the church? Because you want to go to church because the pastor has drip on. No, because so what, something what are you there. what are you aspiring to then? No, but it's it's not because he has drip on necessarily. It's because there's something there that you relate to that you like. Can I that's say better though, than the life you're living? Can I say that there's so many people that are in the church, mm-hmm. they might as well not be. Yeah, of course. We know that. No, yeah. So so just being being a body in a church building mm-hmm. serves no purpose. Especially if you're gonna be using negative if you're gonna be using like drip and things that is contrary to the word of God to draw people in and then you're gonna trap them, they're not gonna stay. So you you, you can use a nice Rolls Royce to trap people, bring people in, but if that's your marketing strategy, cool. Mm-hmm. But when you start preaching the word of God, mm-hmm. people came in for the roles. They're not here to hear about them being a sinner or how they that, can that, be. That can't be your leave. market strategy. And also that, can, that is not because it's not a good, because look at, look at SPAC. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, God is not there. God <laughs> I think, is not present there. I think that's a like, proper extreme, right? But I'll, I'll give you an example, yeah. There's a guy um, in America, yeah, called yeah. Brother, Brother Ben X, yeah? Mm-hmm. Part of the Nation of Islam, right? This guy's young. I knew you had something to do with pro-black. <laughs> <laughs> He's young, um, very knowledgeable, yeah. always talking about the nation, Farrakhan, mm-hmm. Self, uh, you know, doing for self, yeah. um, us buying land, farms, yeah. everything, self reliance, right? Yeah. But he, he's got a nice car. Mm-hmm. He's got, um, I don't know, a little bit of jewelry here and there. Mm-hmm. People that's young like him yeah. will look and think, you know what? I don't need to be a rapper. I don't need to be certain type of professions mm-hmm. in order to have this type of thing that I like, that mm-hmm. I find appealing, right? And and actually be something, right? Yeah. I can actually be a a civilized proper, hardworking individual who goes to church, goes to the mosque, it, certain um, things, right? And still have that personality about myself. I don't need to, uh, to su- uh, suppress certain things. Yeah. Like, why is it wrong? Yeah, but that's, yeah, that, that's all about aesthetics though and the optics. Yeah. That, that yeah, but, isn't about your love or connection to God. That's just about yeah. how you want to appear to the no, world. I, I, the reason why I mention it is because a lot, of, a lot of people out there have certain impressions where it's like, I can't serve God. I can't be dedicated to God at the same time as be a flashy person. That's my personality. Why does my personality have to be completely stripped down and humble I'm if not, I go to church? You don't, listen, you don't have to be... I mean, every, every, every single person in the world should be humble anyway. As in, like, not like you should be less of yourself, mm. but you shouldn't be walking around being proud and trying to shit on people. Yeah, like, not. There's that. Yeah. But I think that, again, God blesses people. There are, like, God can bless people. There mm-hmm. are Christ- so many Christians with beautiful, like, homes and mansions and all that. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But I really believe that as a Christian, God blesses you so you can bless others. Mm-hmm. God blesses you so you can share. All the, so you can you can share. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you share to the point where you're poor. Some people exactly. do that. Some people do that, and that's okay with them. Where they don't want to live a flashy life, they, they're fine living like a. If I can, if I've got enough money to do this and this and that, they're fine with it. Mm-hmm. However, I just think that drawing people in with flashy. Stuff like that it, it, it doesn't benefit the soul And I think A lot of these issues Anyway when it comes to This kind of conversations Is because there's this idea That God is Desperate mm-hmm. For people To love him And all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. God isn't really and truly We're the ones who should be desperate Because we're the ones who need God God don't need us We need God So when we have these ideas of I'm going to use this To draw people in mm-hmm. I'm going to use this to draw, Like 
You're acting as if God is desperate for friends. He isn't. Remember, I'm, I'm not saying um, you're using necessarily to draw people in. I'm but just that's saying, what they're doing. Then. That's your personality. Why should I have to suppress that? Like, for example, you don't have six, to. Wait, wait, you don't have to suppress it. Mm. But what are you doing with the wealth that you've been given? I'm doing certain things on on certain days of the week. All right. So there's, I'm, a, there's I'm a Bible life. passage that says, "No one can serve two masters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for either he will hate the one and love the other, yeah. or he will be devoted to one and despise the other." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You cannot serve God and wealth. Yeah. So, in, in my in my head, the conversation is if if it looks as though you are serving wealth mm-hmm. in the way that this guy from Spark yeah. literally um, dying for projects. It. <laughs> That's that's not what God wants. That's that, there's not nothing wrong God. with being wealthy at all. Yeah, because He encourages people whilst you're wealthy, be generous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it looks like you're literally serving wealth in a way that Mister Him, mm-hmm. yeah, Mister Eustace, then that's not what God wants, uh, Manuel. Yeah, but uh, listen, uh, listen to what you just said there. If it looks like, yep. looks like to who? Everybody, everybody, but even everybody. Within, but even within, everybody. No, but even within yourself, mm-hmm. you will know that you're serving you're serving money and not God. Within yourself, because for sure. you, you, you will know. feel you will feel the relationship pull between you and God. You will I, definitely I, I, know. I, I don't necessarily agree. Do you think because do you think that is the that leader of Spark Nation um looks as though he is serving two masters in a way? No, no, but I, I, I think certain guys are crooks. I, I feel like he's a he's one of them, you know what uh, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm 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 basically just saying though, if everyone in this room now, Mars got a sick mash sound chain. You you got your <laughs> you got your your Gucci this that and that. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden you get your millionaire now. All of these things amplify, right? Mm-hmm. And then in your journey of being a millionaire, I don't know, you you get the um the Paul experience and you become Christians. You mean to tell me you're not gonna wear your chains and and, and, and no, you I think, stuff I think anymore? We're conflating issues. I don't think that that's what she's arguing at all. No, but I'm I'm saying though. Saying these people are who they are, and also, and, and, and also that that might be the case though, because for example, let's say I'm living a certain life now, mm-hmm. and I'm worshiping money and mm-hmm. um, all these tangible assets of the world, right? Mm-hmm. If I become more in tune with God, these things will become less important to me. Yeah, I, do you know? What? I can even say that's my mom's story because my mom had so since she had a lot of money, she was her career was blossoming, mm-hmm. and then she became a Christian. And my mom has not, and she back then she used to like collect like jewelry, like she mm. had a great collection. And as soon as she became a Christian, these things that mattered to her, it yeah. didn't matter anymore. anymore. And sis has not had <clears throat> gold jewelry since. Because again, like when you become a Christian, your interests change. So maybe as someone who, if you're not a Christian yet, you can be like, I don't think I'll give up my wealth. But honestly, when you become a Christian, the things you're interested in mm-hmm. changes. I believe that as well. But I, I also see it as, I don't think you completely change and don't like certain things anymore. No, I, this is what I'm saying. I don't, I'm not sure if that's what she's arguing. Because... Okay. You don't just stop liking the things that you like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, becomes, but it becomes less the, important. Uh, cool. Yeah. But if it looks as though you are worshipping this, mm-hmm. if this is the f- um, front and centre of what is your message is, mm-hmm. then how? what message are you sending? Yeah, but, but all right, well, people have um, hobbies where they just love expensive watches. I'm not saying you can't have it. No, you, yeah, you can, I you, you can. But, but why uh, can't I wear that? In, um, I'm not saying you can't, you can't wear it. What? You 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 said you, you can wear it, but don't make that all that you're about. I'm not making all that about. Listen, I just listen, like this, this is why I said I think of something being misunderstood. Okay, here. cool. I am still going to buy the things that I like. Cool. Right? Mm-hmm. I am not going to say that this was gotten without God blessing me. Cool. Every single wealth I would have, it's because God's given it to me. All right. yeah. I'm not going to basically if I'm a pastor, mm-hmm. be flaunting, look at this, look at this. All right. 
this is the message I'm I'm saying is wrong for Pastor. No, but I think you're going to the extreme with people like Pastor Toby. But that's this, this is why I'm saying what are you what are you saying? What I'm is ba- your I'm, argument? I'm basically saying regular folk like us who like certain things. You can still wear what you want to wear. But I'm saying to you that many people look at a pastor, for example, on the on the on the um stage, whatever whatever you call it nowadays, yeah. Pulpit. <laughs> Not a stage. But they Might are just well like entertainers. Exactly. They're just like rappers. So. And the man's got a hundred thousand pound um, watch. He likes the jewelry because this is what he was doing. I don't know when he was younger, and he's got nice. I um, need you to give me an example because you've said that you understand that there's some flipping okay. scammers out there, so you mm-hmm. understand what we're talking about. Okay, so you seen the size of his chain? <laughs> Have you seen it? Let me look at it. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> it looks like Nas in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my, my, so my... give me examples because I, I don't okay, know if, right, we're, put... if we're on different sides here. We okay. might be on the same side. Okay, here. put this way. Granted, <sighs> granted, yeah. I don't. I don't have the, uh, a great example. But granted, Creflo Dollar is known for talking about money, right? And Back and in the day, and then okay. yeah, he changed his um his message okay. into to Greece. Okay, there was okay. a point in time when it was just about prosperity gospel. Yeah, cool, but I don't think he necessarily looked mad flashy, right? But yet people got onto him about da 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 da. Because that's something he was preaching. It's all about yeah. the money. But I'm I'm also saying now, for example, let's just say people like us, regular folk, right? Mm-hmm. Who, for example, if we had the um the funds or whatever. May dress in a flashy manner. Let's just say you've got uh, somebody like a, I don't know, a Naj, Jay Z from the nineties. Yeah. They get old. They become pastors. Yeah. Why do we expect them like necessarily overnight to just be like, I'm not wearing the stuff. I, no I, I, so this is what I'm saying. Who's telling you that they should basically not wear? I feel jewelry? like that's what people do when they look at these people as in because, pastors. Because yes. you just mentioned Naz, and now you mentioned pastors. Like, yes. which, are you talking about the congregation or the person on the pulpit? Congregation people outside. People look at the pastors. And actors, though, they can't have nice things or at least wear these nice things. Listen, in the you public. mentioned Nas just now and yeah. that Nas shouldn't be wearing these things, right? No, no, people are, some actually. people are thinking that Nas shouldn't be wearing these things. No, I'm saying if he was a pastor. Uh, okay, Nas if he's a, a pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't understand. So you're giving the um, parable because before he became a pastor, he was rocking nice Exactly. Jewelry. So you're saying if he now dons the stage, uh-huh. he shouldn't be um, yeah. um, continuing in that type of. Yeah, really? because right now all his particular messaging is about worshiping mm-hmm. the the bitches and the, the money and the <laughs> the drugs, right? Yes. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. That's not the messaging that God um, preaches. So you're not expecting him to carry that message onto the pulpit, are you? No. So if it's a love of money, you're mm-hmm. not expecting him to carry it onto the pulpit because the Bible says yeah. that's not what you should be telling the flock. Yes. Simple. Yeah, but what's that got to do with what he's wearing, though? The jewelry. He's he's changed the message. If if the messaging before he became uh, a pastor. Yeah. Is look at my bling. Yeah. If that's worshiping the bling, okay. if he's on the pulpit, that messaging needs to change. It can't look the same. It can't look see, the same. See, see, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't agree with that. No, I, but if if, you, if you've agreed, if you've agreed yeah. that there is a worshiping of the bling before he became a pastor, mm-hmm. and he's going on the stage and he's worshiping the bling on the stage, yeah. you are diverting the messaging. From what God wants you to basically preach to the people and what you want to preach to the people. No, I don't, I don't see that way. I, I just see it as... But it, I just read the, 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 the Bible quote. It's whatever you think that you don't see as with that way. I've just read it. No, but you also said what it looks like. It's, it's people, it's, it's subjective. I'm basically just saying, again, right? It's, it could be a personality thing. And you can't please people nowadays. Like people, like no matter what you do, somebody will say something. For example, you, you, you kind of show all the... Good um, that you're doing um, in your community, people act like, oh, you're showing enough, you're showing enough. You don't do that, you're not doing enough. 
Like you can't please right, people. So and I'm just you, saying. You said why Creflo Dollar picture? wasn't wearing all these lavish stuff, yeah. right? Forget forget Creflo though. Because yeah, I couldn't think of an example. How it was displayed was his private jet and his cars yes, and his exactly. stuff, right? House, yeah, so yeah. it wasn't just what he was doing on the stage, it's what mm-hmm. he was doing in real life, right? Yeah. And that's what people were focused on. Because mm-hmm. it's not just you being on the pulpit, it's your life as a Christian is an entire pulpit, mm-hmm. right? That's that's people look to you for example, right? Yeah. So this being about just the jewelry that Nas wears and doesn't wear isn't really the problem, right? Mm-hmm. It's what you're preaching, yes? Okay, yeah. So let's forget about talking about the jewelry that Nas wants to wear. If he's preaching, look at my bling, that's a problem, yes? Yeah, but he's not preaching that. I'm saying he's not preaching that. As a rapper, he might have So, been. So if you're saying that he can still wear jewelry mm-hmm. and he's not saying, look at my jewelry, mm-hmm. then it's fine. I that's agree. What I'm basically saying. I agree. Because okay. he's not preaching that. Thank you. That's what, I, that, that's what I, I, I started with. If this is your messaging yeah. and you go on the pulpit and you give that messaging, yeah, that's yeah, a problem. Yeah, of course it is. All right. Yeah. I, I've always said you can wear what you want to wear. Mm-hmm. That means nothing. Cool. But if your messaging is mm-hmm. you need this, you need to focus on this, that's mm-hmm. the issue. And I, think, I hear what you guys are saying here, but I don't think it's all about what you're saying and your messaging and what you're saying verbally. I reckon you can speak your attire mm-hmm. and how you dress and how you... You know, that speaks volumes more than mm-hmm. more sometimes than your words. If you walk on stage and you're wearing a Gucci suit, big chain, chops, watch, you don't have to say nothing. I know what you're about. I can see it. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you don't have to tell me. I can see it from head to toe. So it's not about just what you're saying. It's about how you're carrying yourself, what you're wearing, what you're projecting. That's a good take and also, you don't, you don't right? But unfair? It, only because for that, I would say there are, like, there are pieces that cost... I'm guessing you, you know about Rolexes and whatnot and how how much that can cost. That it looks humble, right? Only people mm. who know would know that's an expensive watch. Yeah. Yeah. And that could be hidden under your sleeve. Mm. You wouldn't know that they're standing there with a million pounds on their yeah. attire. Yeah. But the, the flashy big chain and whatnot, mm. the congregation are going to get distracted. Mm. They're going to be seeing those bright yeah, lights yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're going to be seeing it glinting. They're going to be distracted. And if it's distracting you from the word, that's an issue. That's and a, if the pastor knows that it's distracting them, he needs to take that focus away from him because he's not the flipping guy who's supposed to be um, mm. their focus the focus, on yeah. and mm. pack to Christ. That's that's why I would yeah. take what you're saying. Yeah. If it's distracting the congregation, 100%. All right. Iman is going to get become a millionaire on us and become a pastor because you, you find half of them. Yeah, probably then. the other way around. Become a pastor, <laughs> then become a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> People are doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's training serious still. The, uh, pastor. the pastor. Yeah. He's a joke, man. Yeah. All right, let's get on to our next headline. So, an Egyptian TikToker has been held in Saudi Arabia. Goodness me. A popular Egyptian social media influencer has been arrested in Saudi Arabia, accused of posting sexually suggestive content. Tala Safwan, who has 5 million followers on TikTok and some 800,000 on YouTube, had angered a lot of people online amid claims a recent video had lesbian undertones. Miss Safwan responded saying that had not been her intention. Safwan's videos tend to contain catchy, tabloid-like headlines as she discusses TV shows and issues sent in by her followers, mostly about relationships and embarrassing situations. She set up pranks and carries out challenges, just like many other successful content creators around the world. However, one of her recent videos has been controversial and drawn a very different reaction. In the clip, she's seen chatting to a female Saudi friend whom she invites over to her house. Her subsequent remarks have been interpreted by some as sexually suggestive. 
that set off a big campaign against her with the hashtag trending on Twitter that translates as Tala Offends Society. As the social media pylon continued, the police in Riyadh announced that they had arrested a local resident who appeared in a broadcast talking to another woman with sexual content and suggestiveness that could have a negative impact on public morality. Mm. That's my worst fear, you know. Being arrested in a country that has very, like, high... Strict rules. Rules. Yeah. Wow. Saudi, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, them places there. You got locked up there. Well, she better get out of there, bro. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better hope That's... Boris can hear her cries when he sees the article. Otherwise, it's just stuck there. All right, so COVID originated in Wuhan markets. Surprise, surprise. I thought this was common knowledge. Are they still denying this? No, I don't know. It's, it's more so um, people believe it was in a lab. Oh. Yeah. It was. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> See? I, can't, I, I, I believe in a lab. I believe that it was created. I don't think it's it started in that market. Mm. They put zero in the market. They put ground zero in that market. <laughs> it didn't start in no market. So uh, scientists say there is a there is compelling evidence that Wuhan's Wuhanan seafood and wildlife market was at the center of COVID-19 outbreak. Two peer-reviewed studies published on Tuesday re-examined information from the initial outbreak in the Chinese city. One of the studies shows that the earliest known cases were clustered around that market. The other study uses genetic information to track the timing of the, of the outbreak. It suggests there were two variants introduced into humans in November or early December 2019. Together, the researchers say this evidence paints a picture that SARS-CoV-2 was present in live mammals that were sold at Guanan Market in late 2019. They say it was transmitted into people who were working or shopping there in two separate spillover events where a human contracted the virus from an animal. Mm-mm-mm. One of the researchers involved, virologist Professor David Robertson from the University of Glasgow, told BBC News that he hoped the studies would correct the false record that the virus came from a lab. The virus came from a lab. <laughs> that story doesn't even make sense because in December, people had people already had COVID. So they're talking about it's introduced into humans in November or early December. Did people really have COVID? Though? They did. No, I, I know people felt very sick, but did they test positive? We didn't have tests then. We there didn't know it was COVID. COVID. There you go. So how do you know? Wait, there you go. No, but there how do you know COVID for sure? Because it was, because it's it literally, when we, then, <laughs> when we then found out what COVID was, yeah. people were like, this is what I had. Yeah, but if, 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 if COVID didn't come out, right, people just say, oh, I had a strong flu, bad flu. Yeah, but that's because we didn't know what COVID was. And then when the knowledge... It could have been a flu. Huh? It just could have been a flu. It, was it wasn't a flu. Because people have had flus before. Yeah, but people die from like the flu, flu, isn't it? People die from the flu. That, that, that's, be, yeah, that's fair. Bad. But the, the COVID one was different because they knew it was more than a flu and it wasn't... Um, what's the other one? Which one? Oh, and you can... It's like... Oh, I can't remember what it's called now. I can't remember what it's called, but there's another illness basically that's like, I think it's like to do with like when you're cold or something and you feel really cold. Pneumonia. Pneumonia, yeah. Mm. So they were like, it's it's giving pneumonia and flu, but it's not pneumonia or flu. And then obviously doctors didn't know what it was and then they found out we knew about COVID. Mm. Ta-da! It was COVID. Actually, it came from a lab. They know what they're talking about. And it's convenient that it's a scientist is going to say it came from the market. Of course they'll say that. Yeah, but it's not scientists in China. This is a British guy. It's all the same people. It's the same profession. It looks down on the industry. That is an absolute nonsense. That video with all the animals and all that, and to say, "Oh yeah, this is what this is where it came COVID. from." Mm. This, is, this is nonsense. There's conditions like that all over the world that 
people in their yards in their spare time. Just get me people in their house. Yeah. In in anywhere around the corner and their yards moving like Wuhan. <laughs> so why didn't that start COVID then? That's bullshit. Also, yeah, did we lose as many animals as we did human beings? What to COVID? Yeah. I don't think so. So the animals had it, but it didn't affect animals, but it affected humans. And that happens all the time. Though, humans, yeah. Animals are weaker than human beings. It depends on what the virus is. COVID. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> COVID was a virus that killed people, yeah, so but I, I, I guess there'd be o- an extinction of a lot of animals. No, but maybe it was just okay in them. You know what I'm saying? They lived with the disease. Isn't it? Iman, I expect better from you. You're pro-black. <laughs> Come on now. Okay, so if you're saying it came from a lab, are you saying it was created? Or... A lot of viruses are created, yes. Yeah, I know a lot, of, a lot of them are, but I'm saying you're saying it was created. It was created. It's not it one of them where created. they found it, discovered it, was studying it, and it just came out somehow. Yeah, I believe it was created, yeah. Okay, you think that as well? Definitely developed it, yeah. I mean, a part of me even does think it was leaked in society, but I won't get there today. I think you've gone for enough today, but... Yeah. I honestly think, yeah, that um, America, mm. Trump and them and the leaked that in, in China. On a beef thing, and then it got out, and then it got out of control. What happened? Happened. Once, once you let it into society, he was always just gonna do whatever he wanted to do. Okay, that's what I honestly believe. So, American America has a, a lab um, mm-hmm. that studies those SARS um, diseases mm. in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. They literally have it, and when it initially um, broke, mm-hmm. that's what people were basically saying. Same, yeah. yeah, it's from that particular lab. It was a leak from that lab. Mm. And then they started talking about the marketplace with all of the animals and yeah, mix up of the animals mm. and everybody said it's now China and their dirty habits so people stopped going to take away but you know there's a lot of crazy things that happen in that market isn't it? you know people were telling me I was crazy for going to the Chinese in, yeah. during, during COVID yeah, yeah, do you remember they're telling me I'm risking my life because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to the Chinese yeah, I know people, you also said I'm not sure if uh, you said you would give it a couple of weeks I remember when it is that um, it started and you guys were recording at your house and somebody asked you, are you going to get Chinese? He's like, mm, not yet. <laughs> I'll give it weekends. Uh, yeah, yeah, not yet. Yeah. I have to just check the, get me to the, check the landscape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> make sure there's nothing, make sure there's, there's no substance he's finding. <laughs> you get me? But it was definitely creative, man. It was, definitely- it was 100% <laughs> creative, man. So you don't believe it was? No, no, I'm, I'm not saying no, that. I, I just feel as though Something's a conspiracy. Something just happened spontaneously. Do you think this happened spontaneously? I, I, I I'm of the mindset now, yeah, that nothing just happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, absolutely yeah, I'm, nothing I'm as well. Like, nothing at all. Nothing. Maybe a few things, but... Even that, I can't even think of... Look how many diseases there are, yeah. That's been happening since man has been on this planet. Look how many diseases men have created since they've been on this planet. Exactly, yeah. why, why do you? Why do you even create diseases? Why do you, why do you even do that? Why do you even explore that? I mean, the white man's been here terrorizing people for ages. There you go, and now there's repercussions. <laughs> you know, just clocked. Every at least every, at least three times a week, two out of five shows, mm. E-Man makes reference to the white man. <laughs> Yet, <laughs> it was me. Racing. What comment did you make that? Well, that what you call I don't racist? Even know. I don't even know. It was, was about um, Kemi Bad Kemi, Kemi, yeah. That she had a white husband. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. What we're talking about They'll come out on YouTube No I read no, it No yeah because he was um, He wasn't here I heard it Are you going to read that Are you going to give the person yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. channel that Yes <laughs> Here we go Like his brain I would have addressed it Alright Huh No go on I don't want to No 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 I'm saying that the person is lucky That you're reading it Because I would have just oh, okay Throw yeah. my shade Alright so 
Listen says, I don't think, sorry, the first comment was, love the fact that Esther is a good sport in these debates. She's got a bright future in this industry. Keep Amen. it up. This person replies, I don't think she has a future in these types of settings, to be honest. She's too strong-minded in discussions where logic-based arguments are presented. She feels her biased opinion holds more weight. From the last couple episodes, I can see the guys are starting to bite back, but are aware she is a firecracker. So choose their words wisely. Also notice she throws a few sly racist comments now and again, which make the room uncomfortable. <laughs> Extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what's so funny? It's so funny that you, you watch this show and somehow you think there are characters in this room that will bite back. That will, what? No, no. For example, criticizing Kemi Badenok for being married to a white man. To be honest, not sure how long this show will last with the current setup. They said, get rid of Esther and you're going to go far. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? This show, yeah, is made by black people for black people, yeah. essentially. I don't know That's whether it. you got the blueprint or not, but this show's going to last as long as we fucking want it to. <laughs> get me? We ain't going nowhere. If this ain't your type exactly. of content, just don't watch it. You That's get me? It. This is unapologetic from our point of views, That's our it. standpoints. And that just is what and it that's is. That's on Mary and her little lamb. Only one. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they let me get away calling the beast for like seven <laughs> weeks straight. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny, man. Now we, we keep leaving comments, keep engaging with us. Yeah, no, we love it. it. Can you know what it is, yeah? There's a place for it at the end of the day. Life is about balance. You know what I'm trying to say? Do you know how many people of colour watch circular news and feel flipping and feel like that? Like, yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, and I, yeah. I, I, you know I'm big on equality. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, man, everybody, this is, everybody can get it, man. Don't watch nothing. Honestly. But yeah, guys, and this is a good point to subscribe if you haven't yet. This is a right, great point to do that. But yeah, but, let's get into Word on Road. This is quite serious. <laughs> Sorry, the accident. Sorry, you know, you're the DJ's guy. Use his face. You look so guilty. Oh, my bad. Oh dear. But basically, um, there was a woman. There's a woman in in America, in Texas, to be specific. Um, she basically shut up the airport this week. Um, yeah, so she basically opened fire in a Texas airport. Um, she went to the toilet, which police are saying that she went in there to change or whatever, then came out and just opened fire. Um, she's 37. But what what is interesting to me about this story, first of all, this woman has gone away with crimes. She's gone away <laughs> with arson. Like, she's gone away with arson, as in she burnt a building. She stood, she just stood back admiring her work. The police came. And she told him, yeah, that was me. I did all that. Oh, she's done that before for previous crimes. Yeah, this is a previous. So she's got previous crimes. Yeah. Um, she did, like, literally, she confessed to the police that she did that. But she didn't get arrested because they didn't have enough evidence to prove that it was her. What? Well, yeah. she told him it was me, but it was just... Yeah, she literally, she, when they came, she was admiring her work. And she's like, um, what did she say? She said something like, she's a prophet of God. And I'm telling you, yes, I'm God's prophet. I'm basically te- letting you all know that I am the cause of this fire. 
So oh. her being at the scene of the crime and okay. confessing to it wasn't enough. Yeah. No, it's not. But they couldn't, um... confession. She made it sound like God channeled the fire through yeah. her. Like, not, that, not that she started. Wait, they said basically... That's, that's, that's ridiculous. Because of a lack of scientific evidence, they did, she didn't get charged for it. She also had done a um, robbery. She'd done a bank robbery in 2019. But they basically just said um, she was found incompetent to stand trial. Wow. How, how white is this woman? She's black. What? <laughs> she's black. She is a black babe. This is incredible. But um, I, I think I, she's I got like. You, I knew she was a black woman. I, yeah, I she's got this crazy. story. She might I be just, Nigerian, you know. But um, yeah, so she's got like she's got mentally like mental health issues and stuff like that. Mm, but no this shit. is get- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sherlock. <laughs> but no, this is getting away with robberies. But what killed me about this um Texas this airport one? Is that she basically so whenever she commits a crime mm. and asks for a home address, she gives them Chris Brown's home address. <laughs> that, is a, said, that, that is despicable. She said it's Chris Brown's wife. So, oh, every time God. they ask for a home address, <laughs> she gives Chris Brown's address. <laughs> so why is, is Chris Brown getting correspondence? Is he getting letters and that? <laughs> She literally Every crime she's committed She gives them Chris Brown's address yeah. <laughs> So she lives there Yeah Because she's Chris Brown's wife I wonder if they actually Called Chris Brown I just think I don't understand I don't understand Oh yeah, just Google Chris Brown And you know he hasn't Got a flipping wife But yeah so she does that Every time But that's what made The story so interesting Because I just thought Your people need to leave Chris Brown out of things anyway He's always yeah. in stuff Unprovoked Always in stuff but anyways, on to other stuff. Um, Beyonce has been... Rolling Stone have basically named her the... What is it? The world's greatest living entertainer. Facts, because Michael's dead. Yeah. yeah. I think it's facts. I was going to ask you guys what your favourite Beyonce song is. Oh, actually, your favourite album. So if you wanted to go and listen to a Beyonce project, which one would you go for? Um, you, go you have to ask me about songs. because okay, I'll, go, I'll go Destiny's Child before I go Beyonce. Okay, forget this is child. I don't Just have a favorite Beyonce album. Song? Um, um Hello. <laughs> really? One of them, yeah. That's so random. One of them. Really? You know who I am, bro? Mr. Rotations. <laughs> I would have thought that I would have thought you have one with like a rapper on it or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, something. cool. Like, okay, the rapper one, uh, upgrade you. Okay. I like upgrade you. But hello, hello is have you heard hello? Yeah, but you know what's I'm thinking of Adele. I can't think. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Even Halo. Or um, <coughs> no. Must mean Halo. Or um, rather die young. Rather Beyonce. Die... Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that one. Okay. Hello. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say hello? No. Let me see what album it's on. Oh, I know. No, no, not Halo. Hello. I don't know. As in, hi, hello. Yeah, but I, I can. I don't know. I can only think of Adele. Like in my head, the song. Oh, that's easy. My phone's my favorite Beyonce album is "Dangerous and in Love." Mm, mm. Okay, that's cold. My favorite Beyonce song is probably "One Plus One." Oh, that's a tune. My favorite Beyonce song is um, "Best Thing I Never Had." It's a motivational song. Beyonce "Hello" is on what's the what album is this? Is on the "I Am" album. Oh, the Sasha. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Oh, is this I Am Sasha yeah, Fierce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, know. I think so. Yeah. See, I just keep thinking, I, I'm going to have to listen to that because I can't, I can't think of it. I don't know. Of the song? Yeah. Oh. 
All I can think of is Adele. I didn't even know she had a song called Hello. That's what I thought. Hello. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, if you see, that's like love. I was like, if you serious, like, yeah. wrong artist. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that, Hello is, mm-hmm. when you listen to it, you're going to be like, you know what, use. Mm-hmm. I probably heard it. I probably it's heard it. It's a dope it. song. But I do want to go to a, um, a Beyonce. I need to go to a Beyonce show. Have you been to Asian Alive or? No, I, t- I keep saying I tell my ticket. I literally, all every time mm. I sell my ticket the day before or the, or the day of. It's the best today, thing, man. Oh, it's the best thing, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I think the next one I'm going to. I just always think of like, it's just, I don't know. Just, I don't know. But the next one I'm definitely going to. Shit, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so there's that bit of news. And then my last bit of news. Do you guys know Coin LeRae? Yeah, that's Benzino's daughter, isn't it? Yeah, Benzino's daughter. Yeah. Um, so basically, people, her fans are a bit worried about her. <laughs> they used to do this is this is what they come here for Hello. the little extras in between <laughs> but um yeah so basically Coyle Ray yep. she basically went out the other day mm. and she got drunk I think apparently it was like a star party there was a lot of people there making yeah, yeah. whatever and she got really drunk but there was a video that was released of her in a bathtub mm. drunk as in there was water in the bathtub yeah so people were kind of worried because they were thinking first of all why is your friend because obviously it would have been her friend that was around her mm. and that why would your friend post something like that up yeah. Also, people are like, are people what, like, did you guys get out of the bath? Because in the video, you can see them saying, so you can see the person saying, um, come on, Corey, like, come on, come on, come on, come yeah. on. But she's obviously drunk, like, literally drunk, looking like she's sleeping. Mm. And people are like, I, they hope that obviously were, someone was watching her and they didn't leave her on her own because yeah. how people drown. Obviously, it triggered a lot of people as well because they're like, that's how, if you remember, Whitney and Bobby Christine as well mm. passed away. So it's kind of like that whole thing and people are just like, she needs to check her circle. Like, your circle's fake because why would anyone even release something like yeah. that? And it's actually worrying and then obviously people are talking about, you know, then they started talking about, you know, her album sales. Like apparently, like, sold like 11... 11,000 first week. Yeah. So they're like, oh, maybe... And then they're like, oh, they, her label invested a lot of money into yeah. her uh, album rollout, whatever. Yeah. I saw she, she had a single with Nicki. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, what's it called? I know. what Was that single on this album? Because to do 11k first week when they've, yeah, when they've given you a song with Nikki is crazy. Yes, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called now, so I can hear it. It's like, nah, yeah, blick blick. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So um, so it was a lot of stuff. People were like, oh, maybe that she's going through stuff because obviously if she hasn't made that much mm. my album, and she thought be better, and yeah. all that, all those pressures. It was all that yeah. kind of conversation. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah. So um, they did that. And then she came out anyway and she basically told people to mind their business. Okay. She came out, she said, oh, basically that um, her mum, she's like, oh, my friends were around me. My mum was there and blah, yeah. blah. And she's like, people are basically, she's like, they have nothing to worry about. Mm. But she's like, at the end of the day, she's like, I'm not upset with the blogs or whatever. She's like, at the end of the day, like, I'm like, the blogs are putting on stuff keeps money in their pockets. Yeah. And really, in, in turn, it helps artists as well. So, you know, keep talking about it. And she said, there was a hashtag. She's like, oh, because people are doing the whole pray for Koi thing. So she's like, yeah, yeah, pray for me then, you know, blah, blah. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was a bit weird that she made light of it. Because yeah. it is a bit wild. Because you, if someone's all someone had to do was turn their back or just go and get something mm. and they could have gone left. So I think people did have a right to be concerned. But I guess when you're concerned about someone and they're not concerned about themselves, you have got to mind your business. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know. Koi LeRae was drunk and was um, under a, she was soaking in a bathtub. And she had all her clothes on. That's why we were worried. Because she had all her clothes on and she was in a bathtub and you're drunk. And who would record that anyway? Do you get what I mean? Like, who would record that? So, people just thought it was very weird. But she said they should, she said they got nothing to worry about. Her mum was in in there 
So I guess she's she's making light of it. Yeah. So here's that. Let me just off her face, man. Yeah. But um, that is all from me on that one word and road. Let's get into wellness Wednesdays. Brent's sick in his head. No, nah, because he was he was too busy um, fighting for the pastor's rights. Yeah, it's true. Brent, that's your fault, actually. All right. <laughs> Brent is sick of us. Cool. Oh, God. So, hey, DJ, drop the beat. Have you got a beat for us? No. Don't put the headphones on. <laughs> Seth, we're just disappointing. All right, cool, cool. First quote. The truth is... <laughs> Everything counts. Everything. Everything we do and everything we say. Everything helps or hurts. Everything adds to or takes away from someone else. Second quote. There is no secret to success except hard work and getting something indefinable. Third quote. For we must be one thing or the other, an asset or a liability. It's sinew in your wing to help you soar, or the chain to bind you to earth. So all three quotes are from County Cullen. County Cullen was an American poet, novelist, children's writer, and playwright particularly well-known during the Harlem Renaissance. He thrived in that era, although by some, was thought to not represent black culture as much as he should. Or Negro culture, by the way. He seemed to take the approach and even urged other writers to not mention the harsh realities of Negro life in an attempt to bridge the gap and make his art more appealing and acceptable to whites. All in all, he was a brilliant writer that contributed heavily during the Harlem Renaissance and would be known as one of the more influential of the era. Okay. All right. We are not going to deep dive because we have time. I don't think we had much to give you today anyway. Yeah, I didn't agree with these quotes anyway. Uh, serious? Which one did you agree with? Um, the first one. The truth is everything counts, everything. Everything we do and everything we say, everything helps or hurts. Everything adds to or takes away from someone else. Why don't you agree with that? Yeah, it says everything counts and it's not true. Some stuff just doesn't matter. And, um... This <laughs> 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 is true, just something just don't matter. Mm. And for we must be one thing or the other. I believe in duality. Two things can be true. At the same time, I honestly believe that. So, contradictions there between my way of thinking, but I appreciate it. I wish we could have deep dive, but on to the next segment. I hear that. I hear that. On the whole duality thing. (laughs) (laughs) Set him up. (laughs) Set him up. On the whole duality thing. Give me an example. Hmm? Give me an example. Um... I don't know, but I, I, I find myself saying that stuff all the time. Um, like, two things can be true at the same time. So, when for a hard statement, like, you're either one or the other, it's not necessarily the whole statement I'm picking apart. It's yeah. just little parts of it, if that makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? Like, when it's, yeah, just like, you, you must be one thing or the other. Mm. And like, or asset or liability. I mean, that's not, both, actually. Yeah, that's that. not true. Mm. I mean, we, have, we have relationships and friendships yeah. with people that are can be assets. 
and liabilities. At this. We know people that are assets and liabilities, bro. Yeah. But, but, you, you, but you can even be an asset to a person, to a group of people, or your liability to others. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yes, in my head, you're right. I think we can look at this and say it's wrong. But I could also look at this and say maybe this is applied to each um, situation. For example, I can, as you said, I can be an asset to one person. Yeah. And in that particular relationship, that particular contract that we have, I'm an asset. Yeah. Right? Another person might be a liability. But that mm. uh, is a different um, situation. Yeah. Mm. You understand? Yeah. But it's a to different you, experience. Yeah. To you and to you. It's one or the other. Yeah, in, in my head. But you, you're also right. I think you even still be both. Even in this contract that we have, this friendship that we have, mm. there's certain certain circumstances where I can be an asset and a liability. Children mm. are li- assets and liabilities. <laughs> the best example I can think of. That's good. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Uh, obviously, we're harkening back to the whole kicking off the cliff stuff, right? That's not where you're going. You can take it there. This, this show loves See, a callback. So you got, bro, you got, this you, show you loves a callback. And expects to go. No. At all. We're reeling out from week one. All right, cool. Love that. But yeah, Let's get man. into a Love Island debrief. Let's get it. Don't you dare get it. Oh, no, this is. Oh, say that. Are they gone? Are they gone? Oh, they're done now. If you want, you can do it. You're going to make us look so bad. No, why? 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 We're just. Oh, you guys are just fucking... There was, one, there was one episode, right? Where, Ma- where Brett Esther looked at Mags. Mags looked at Esther. They had communication. Mm. And then they looked to me and they said, F it. Oh, it? it. Okay. Now is when I'm going to say, F you, Brett. We're okay. standing up against the man. If that's your choice, that's your choice. Okay, right okay. Right now, you're liability, but here we go. <laughs> I, I looked. I said. I said. Where's the box? <laughs> it's, it's, not even, it's not even there. No, but it's cheeky because Love Island. We've changed what the segment is. There's no need for the. If for the the because we didn't even speak. One day she looked at me and I just said, "I ain't doing it." And I said, "Me, me, Eva." <laughs> and literally that day we said we're standing against Brett. We don't care what you say. No, I, I choose to see it as a democracy. Yeah. That you guys yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, did, did you guys uh, celebrate the 2K? Uh, uh, kind of. Okay. Woo-hoo. Kind of. <laughs> 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 I ain't get no cupcakes. What huh? do you mean? Okay. <laughs> but that's when the intro music came on yeah. a second ago. That's what I was looking at. I was checking uh, it over. No, we hit 2K. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Lovely. I'm going to go through our followers, our subscribers, and give a very special subscriber something. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Would you like to announce that officially? Huh? <laughs> announce it officially. Yeah, commit to this show pisses me off because we do a lot of off-air meetings yeah. on it. No, no, but he said it so like blase. Say it like properly. We are gonna go through our subscribers. Oh, we! Oh, I thought said you were gonna do. That's why I said say it again. Oh, oh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I thought you were saying yeah. Me, Marks. I'm gonna go through and give one of the killies something special. You know what I mean? Oh no, that was no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Gosh, goodness me, right? Let's get into Love Islands, man. Oh, we done. <laughs> we done played the music. When? No, you didn't. You know oh, where you put it. When? You put all that in the segment. You didn't. Oh, we did. When? You I, didn't. Brent, look, I'll, I'll look, look, look. I wear my headphones the whole time. Can I just say Just because of how I am. Don't edit it because I'm going to go back and listen and see where you did play it. I need closure on the matter. That's fine. <laughs> no, you didn't. So Love Island. Okay, so yesterday was obviously we're getting to the end now. Mm. And yesterday we saw that there was we basically voted on Monday. Do you know how many episodes left? It's 
the last finishes, week, innit? Yeah, last week. Oh, was it last week? Yeah. Monday, I believe. It says end for Sunday, August. Sunday. Sunday. It'll be Sunday night. Oh, was it? The last oh. one, innit? All right, I'm going to make sure I watch sure it. Oh, yeah, that's Sunday. how it works, Yeah, Sunday, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the, what date is that? Yeah. 31st of July. Okay. Made it. So um yeah, so this is just the last bit. So basically, mm. it's just kind of the final couples. Yeah. Someone's gonna leave tonight. Um, they did the voting yesterday. Mm. We did the voting on Monday. They started it yesterday, but you know how they take forever. It was a cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, I think I see who the bottom three are. Yeah. But it's bait. Who, who's bottom three? Danica and Thingy. Yeah. Who's who's that? I haven't seen that man. Who's that man? Oh, Jamie's a footballer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who who who's that man? Who's what team is he playing for? Is it Halifax? Oh okay. Is yeah. it in the bank? No, it's a team called Halifax Mason. That's even what? There's, um, there's, there's <laughs> that, a video, yeah, of him missing like a proper open goal. Oh, yeah. is it? Oh, no. And they're saying, no, Halifax needs to release a statement <laughs> now <laughs> about this. They're saying, at this point, I'll, I'll, I'll accept the man from Halifax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not the man from the, from yeah, the back yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying, no. But then you see the release statement when, when he went on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're basically like, we didn't know he was going on. Yeah. Um, there's currently team training going on. So when yeah. he gets back... No, my friend said he's injured, he though. He wouldn't be playing anyway. Oh, is it? Mm. So why did he do all of that, then? Oh, no. He's going to get involved. Scene, yeah. He said, he? he said, I think he plays for Montreal with him or something. He said he's injured at the minute, so he wouldn't have been playing anyway. So okay. I don't know why they're doing okay. that. Who knows? Yeah, so, so she's in the bottom two. Yeah. With, um, I think she's even... With Dami and India Dami and, and yeah. Tash and Andrew. No! No. Who is it? Not Tash and Andrew. It's um, Andrew... No, Adam and Paige. Oh, Paige. Okay. But Danica's going to leave. Yeah, she she would have got the least votes. Yeah. So we'll see that tonight. Um. So the biggest thing that happened was David and Ekin had another argument following on from the um talent show. Because mm. basically he was basically making jokes about like what he's gonna be like on the outside, talking about you know, kind of like a where the bitches at kind of vibe. <laughs> and she didn't find it funny. But he was then she didn't find it funny. And he's like, I'm just joking with you. You know how David a is. He can't take accountability. So mm. he's like, I was just joking. But she's like, Yeah, but I didn't find it funny. And he's like, Oh, like, come on, man. He basically, and then after the after the talent show, everyone can, you can kind of sense that she's a bit off because she's just kind of just whatever, doing whatever she's doing. Then he's talking to the boys, but he's like, oh, I don't know what I said. He's like, I honestly don't remember what even we even talked about. I don't know why she's angry kind of thing. Then he goes to her, oh, Ekin, are you okay? And then she goes, um, no. And he says, ah, I don't care then. He said, what kind of switch is that? Mm. But anyway, they made up anyway. It was all of that stuff. And people just talking to them as they usually do. They made up anyway. Kind of boring now, their arguments. But the biggest thing was then they, they had a challenge and it was uh, like a flight, what they called a hostess kind of yeah, challenge. Yeah. So basically they had to kind of seduce the guy, we kind of buckle them in, we kind of give like a sexy kind mm. of dance, whatever, whatever. And so they, they come out the plane, like the fake plane, and then, you know, you'd have a nice little pickup catchy line or whatever. India's was the best because she's like, we'll come aboard the flight to India. Yeah. Makes sense, and they kind of have to buckle everyone up and I like, do suggestive stuff. And obviously, some of the girls go on their knees and mm. put their heads in their penises, and yeah. it's all that kind of stuff going on. Yeah, all the girls were basically flirting with all the guys. Mm. Gemma's turn, she then basically she's licking the guys, she, she licks <laughs> camera should have caught that face. That's a meme. She basically licks um Adam, right? Mm. And then when she then she's coming next to like so she's dancing, she's doing whatever she's doing with someone else next to her. Luca basically pushes her. He's like, oh, no, no, don't come to me, kind of thing. Okay. He was like, it was like a joke here, but there was no need for it because it was a bit, it was a bit embarrassing. Yeah. Plus, she could have slipped and fall and, and, and fell. Do you get me? It was weird. It was, it was weird what he did. It was no need for it, but he kind of like, you could see that he pushed. Mm. The, you couldn't blink quick enough to not to miss the push, basically. Mm. And then obviously, and then he buckled himself. He was like, "Oh, fine, I've done myself." And then he took it off anyway, and then put it in his boxes. Mm. 
So then she has to get it out. She's like, oh, you're such a prick. Da, da, da. It was all like fun and whatever, whatever. But you can see that when she was doing like, you know, all up another guys, he was looking how he always looks. Yeah. His insecurity was coming out again. Mm. But again, like Paige literally danced on him. It was fine. Mm. Like he didn't have an issue with that. So anyway, the challenge is done now. Can I just say as well, I really believe that Paige fancies Dami. Mm. Yeah, no, I've been saying this from, from time. And when they get the chance to do it, they're going to be together. Mm. Because this girl was basically grinding up on him. Mm. Like, grinding up. Like, even India was, even India knows. India is aware. Because India was looking like, okay, girl, like. Yeah, relax. Relax kind of thing. So anyway, the challenge is done now. But Lucan looks like he's annoyed and irritated and moody. But then, so they're having like a little debrief or whatever. And, they, and then the girl's like, why did Luca act like that? Like, why, why, would, why did he do all of that stuff? It, it was just kind of awkward and like mm. bad vibes, basically. And then Gemma was like, yeah, he's out here looking like um, a slapped, what's, what's the kid kept saying? A slapped ass. He's got a face like a slapped ass, she kept saying. And she's like, I'm not going to come to him. Like, I haven't got time for him. If he's going to be moody, be moody, blah, 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 blah. But you can kind of tell as well that she's kind of sick of his nonsense now. Like, she's kind of sick of it. I feel like she's going to leave him. I don't even know. I'll be surprised if they, I'll be surprised if she firms it enough the last few days. Because the way she was moving yesterday, like, sis was done. And I'll be surprised if they actually stay together on the outside. Because if in that small house where she's really all about him, he's this insecure, imagine the outside. It's yeah. going to be wild. So anyways, so she's like, I'm going to go to him. Then he's talking to the boys and he's like, he's basically trying to hide like the fact that he's annoyed. But he's like, oh no, like it is what it is. You know, this happened, blah, 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 blah. So anyways, now he's like, oh, Gemma, let's have a talk. We sit down. Gemma's like, you're over there being all moody. I can tell you're moody. I can tell you're in a bad mood. He's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. She's like, mate, I can see you. You're in a bad mood. He's like, no, no. She's like, well, you got a face looking like a, she's like, your face set up like a slapped ass or whatever. You're out there moody, blah, blah. What is your problem? Like, are you 12 years old? Just putting like a strop, like what is, what is going on kind of thing? And he's basically like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Then he goes, okay, like, I'm not as, I think he said something like, so imagine him saying that I'm not as pissed off as I was. So she said, so you are pissed off then. Like you're right now, you're less pissed off than you were, but you're still pissed off. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, you're picking my words apart. Oh, like, fuck off, Gemma, blah, blah. And she's like, what are you talking about? So then basically have an argument and he storms off and she's just like, I'm over it. Most of the show was basically the argument. Mm. Then they're talking and then she then, they go and get ready or whatever. And she's just like, I can't lie to you girls. Like, that like, I can't, I can't deal with this. I just can't deal with this behavior anymore. Even while they're getting ready, you just see that she's, she's just thinking, I can't bothered. Then after they get ready, then Dami, XOXO, Gossip Girl, he's sitting there with the girls, now trying to meet, do the mediate, whatever. Mm. And then he's like to Gemma, yeah, but he wasn't actually angry with you. And she's like, you're saying that, but his face and the way he was acting towards me is saying angry. And when I then spoke to him, he's telling me I'm not as pissed off as I was before. So you're still pissed off. So you did all this back and forth with me to be pissed off anyway. Blah, 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 blah. Then she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to him first. Anyways, he then pulls her for a chat. They go up to the terrace. He's like, um, obviously, then they're trying to squash the situation. They're not getting anywhere because again, he's still in denial about the fact that he's pissed off. Then he was basically saying how, you know, yes, I was pissed off because you're doing all these things with these boys. If that was me, um, it'd feel away. But he's like, I don't know, it's a challenge. I'm trying to remember that. She's like, yeah, but it's a challenge. She was like, furthermore, anyway, because she was saying to the girls how, basically, in this challenge, she's not very confident. Mm. But she was like, how every other one, every other girl's man, like, hypes them up. Makes them feel like, yeah, you're doing a great job. But he was like, she was like, with him, it's always a thing where he's just 
looking at what she's doing, ready to make an argument out of it. So she's like, she's not confident enough to do these things, these da- dancing challenges and all this stuff. So when she does, when she has to literally psych herself up so much to do it, then you come and you pick everything I've done apart and you've got a problem with it. So she's trying to explain that to him. He's not understanding. He's basically like, like kind of like, don't play that card. Don't play that whole confidence kind of card or whatever. They're going back and forth, whatever. Then he's like to her, she's like, I can't lie to you. Like, I don't have time for this on the outside. Like, I can't be doing these little arguments all the time. I don't have time for it. He's like, yeah, I don't want to do it either. And then he then brings up an issue which has been wearing his head. He brings up the whole, the fact that a lot of people are exclusive and they're not. Mm. So he's like, everyone else is like, you know, they've had conversations about being exclusive or whatever. And with us, he's like, obviously we're exclusive, but it's something that we've talked about, blah, blah, blah. But remember, she's, he's basically wanted to make her his girlfriend, her girlfriend, his girlfriend. But she said she wants her parents to approve first. And she said to him just the other night, I think when in, when Ekin, I think, and Davide, she said to him, listen, stop watching other couples. We know what we are. And that's enough. That should be enough, basically. Like, stop comparing us to other people. We know how it is that we feel, blah, blah. Mm. So he brings up in, in the argument again. So obviously then it's a thing, right? So what else happened after that? They basically had no resolution. He then says that he's like, obviously, like, I want to be with you. Do you want to be with me? She had the longest pause. And I know it wasn't editing. Because <laughs> she, she looked like she was really thinking hard about it. And she was like, yeah, yeah, of course I do. Like, she didn't say it with like Even. any emotion. She was like, yeah, of course I do. And then he was just like, then he says something like, I miss what he said, but he says something like, okay, well, I'm just going to leave you to it kind of thing. Like, just leave me to it for now. And then she goes anyway. He's then laying on this. He's so dramatic. He's laying on the terrace sofa, whatever, looking at pictures of them on their phone. The camera zooms in on that. I'm like, this is very pathetic. Um, then she goes outside. She basically says to everyone, like, there was no resolution to that conversation. But she just can't, she's like, I just can't be bothered. Like, I just can't keep doing this. And then anyways, then, they then call them for the, to the fire pit anyway, yeah. for the elimination stuff. And he says something again, but he kept, he kept saying things under his breath where the camera, just, the mic doesn't really pick it up. But what it sounded like was as if he said something like, you know, let's just, let's see what happens. Like, it's getting like, almost like a, if I go, we go. Also, oh my gosh, I can remember the, forget. When they had the argument initially, the first part, like during the day Well they were still in their Airplane uniforms Yeah He stormed out the house Well as in the villa <laughs> Yes As in he took his mic off Flung was it was it Yeah And just left And he took his mic off Flung it After he told her to fuck off By mm. the way he's, he's such a kid Took his mic off Flung it Over the over the counter Yeah And left As in left the main house How was it Then he's just sitting On some like bare land So we said <laughs> Bare land So he said he might not Make the week I don't know because I'm like you're other fin that like, you're other. I, I don't know. Oh no! What did the camera follow him as he was walking out? Yeah, he's blowing because at this by this point he must know he's not winning the show. No, he must know because because yeah. you know what it's because yeah, it's true. People are basically kind of saying as well. It's a bit strategic that they didn't show this. Like it's convenient because obviously I feel like they're kind of like a day behind, right? Yeah. So it's convenient that they didn't show this when we were going to vote because mm. if they showed this before they voted, they, they would be in bottom three for sure. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Tasha and Andrew might be a clock winner. I think they might at, win. at this rate. Bloody hell. People want them to win. And that's shocking to me. Why do you think there's been a turn though? Because obviously they were always in the bottom three. Now you're thinking about winning. So like, what's, what's been the change? I just think the last few couples, the last the last couples, Davide and Ekinsu, people might like them, but 
people dislike them individually as well. If that yeah. makes sense. There's a lot of mm. girls who dislike Davide. Yeah. A lot of guys. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, just, yeah. I'm not sure with them. Obviously, Gemma and Luca, they're just, I don't, I can't see the public voting them into win. Paige, everybody thought Paige was going to win from the beginning. Which but is her, today. her little, her little villain arc and her character arc is all a bit weird as yeah. well. Yeah, do you know what I'm hearing as well? What's that? I'm hearing, apparently Coco said that, um, once someone said that she and Paige look alike mm. and Paige was balling. Mm. What? Yeah, they, I heard they was being a horrible to Coco saying that you're four out of ten and all that. Yeah. Oh, basically, she was, she was offended that someone said they look alike, that Paige was crying and then someone said she heard Paige saying, that she's hot and Coco's not. Yeah, Coco, Paige, apparently Coco Paige says she was in the yard just crying all the time. Then yeah. he was mugging her, the girls and the boys, oh, wow. the media and all that. Yeah. Damn. You get me? Basically. But apparently, but a lot, like, yeah, Paige, because also they, they did like this thing with, um, I think it was like Cosmo or something like that, one of the magazines anyway. Mm. And they're asking about like, so basically since you come out of the villa, it was um, some, no, it was China, Coco and, what's that boy, Josh. Mm. And they said, they asked, I think the question was like something like, what other contestant? What contestant does your family really like, or something like that? And it was like, oh, um, Davide. Like my family proper love Davide, oh, blah yeah. blah. And then Josh goes, yeah, and Paige. And the girls were like, they literally just it was silence. Mm. Like you could hear a pin drop in the room. And then China was like, no, nah, yeah, mine, mine's Ekin. They like Ekin too, kind of thing. So because a lot of, there's been a lot of stuff coming out about Paige that she's okay. mean. So Which... I'm not surprised. Yeah, so there's not really strong. I can't see David. I can't see Damien India winning. Then bottom three too. Mm, yeah, I can't see Damien India winning. I don't see him winning. The day of black. Maybe Tasha. Maybe, maybe Tasha and Andrew. Maybe I reckon Tasha and Andrew might win. It. I think it's between them, between them and Ekin. Mm. And David. Mm. I think David and Ekin have too many arguments that it kind of looks like they're just together for for the sake of the show. For the sake of the show. Yeah. Because even when they talk about like moving and where they're going to live and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No. But people are saying as well that even with Adam, you can tell he's playing the game because he's not moving to Swansea. Where's, where's Paige from Swansea? Swansea, yeah. He ain't moving there. But apparently though, he sold his house before he moved in. No, is it? Yeah. But he's rich. He can get another house. I'm sure estate agents working over time. But yeah, so he went, but it was a bit, it was very pathetic because he walked out of the villa, but it was like, you know one of those ones where it's like you walk out and you, you think that your girl's going to come after you. Yeah, well, she didn't come. This one in the fridge was getting us, making us a sandwich. She didn't care. So <laughs> it was, he's obviously pulled a tantrum. He's just embarrassing at this point, honestly. And he's just doing the whole like, the whole victim stuff. And he's, and then while everyone's getting ready, he's just in bed looking all sad and just pathetic. Gosh, stand up. Weak in the knees. Um, yeah, and then they did the, the, what's it called? Votes thing. Yeah. And those are the bottom three. Right. It was in him because the cliffhanger is basically who leaves. So I reckon it'll is, be it a, is it a couple or just one person? A couple, right? A couple. There's a couple. It'll be Danica and uh, Yeah. Uh, so we, I think I reckon it'll be Danica and Jamie. Alright, we'll see what happens then. Unless, because this is also India's first time in the bottom three. She's never been in the bottom. Okay. But Dami is a regular there. Yeah, he is. He is a regular. It'd be good if they if they surprised us and picked one of them, one of them out. Instead of Danica? Paige or India. I wouldn't mind that. Just for the shock yeah. rally. I've been paging that Adam should go. I'm ready for them to go. Yeah, that'd be good. Just, just for the shock value. Even one of them. Yeah. There's every... a lot of the OGs just still in there. Like. Yeah, so look, it's, like, all, it's all of them though. That's what I'm trying to say. This the only new person, the newest person is Danica. The dynamics is mad. The show's been the same people all the way through. All the way through. It's never like that. You need to switch it up. Like it always gets like mixed up a bit. Yeah. yeah. Because the cast of more people weren't. It's just been this, from, it's not even like, 
It's no like it usually it will build up, get to a bit, then it will set, and then it's the same people. This has been the same people from the, the day beginning. one. The As same came people. Casa Moore is the same people. Yeah. It's ridiculous that like, they've actually just got they should have just made it like a real housewives of Love Island mm. because this is wild. So um yeah, we're nice. Yeah, no, I thought it was gonna be left. I thought it was gonna be all right just because the way it felt. It started, it felt like it started kind of quick and people was invested quicker than usual. So mm. I thought it was gonna be like a good season. But now it's done. I feel like it's carried mm. on for long though. Don't it's you not think? been it's been it's not really it's not really been all that. No, it hasn't. Mm-mm. Well, yesterday we used to actually and me and Margs did a prediction of who we think is gonna win. Mm. What do you think? Um, based on you lot's analysis, initially I would have just went with the safe bet and said Luca and Gemma. But now it seems like they're completely on the rocks. So mm. I'm going to go out on a, on a limb and say Tasha and Andrew. Mm. Yeah, Tasha That's and like Andrew. a weird one, but I could probably see that. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. I could probably see Even that. Even though they were on the ropes before, I feel and like... And it's like a redemption story. Yeah. yeah. You get me? She was a wayward, but and nice. And she's so. the, like the first disabled girl to go on there. And there you go. Yeah. All this stuff. Like, it, make, it makes sense. Andrew's yeah. a proper melt. Needs it. You get me? It was like, I can see it. I can see it. I can it. see it. Annoying I can me. see it. Luca's messed it up for Gemma. Yeah, but do you know what I want to see is what I hope her mum goes in the house. Because yeah. it's very, like, his behaviour is so weird. Like, if you're acting like this in the house, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. he's going to die outside. Yeah, his yeah. family, and when the family come in, they must cook him, innit? They yeah. have to, man. They must, innit? There's no way they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we really like it. They have to. Yeah. Because it's weird. Like, he's very, like, but, like, how can we do a challenge where, every, like, literally everyone's girls did the exact same thing? And Jonas you know as well, the, the guys are enabling him. The guys are not being honest with him. So they'll be like, oh, like, we see where you're coming from. But their girls did the exact same thing that like, you, you're not upset about. Do you get what I mean? Like, just, mm. so it's like his behavior, his possessiveness, his insecurity is very much enabled. Yeah. It's his random looking tattoos. It's annoying, man. Yeah, man. In the mud. It's a shame. But yeah. if they've, actually, would there be another vote? Because there's six couples, one is leaving, five. Could we usually end with four? It's always a fourth, third, second, and first. If it's ending on Sunday, I think then we'll be down to four people. Probably not, then. I said they always end with four people. I remember Cassie No, they, they do the... They they all f- four of them get the big date in it. Where they, remember, there's one episode or two episodes where it's, yeah. just, where it's just big dates. Their last dates in it where they go and do yeah. something. Yeah, so I'm saying that because I, I remember all we've got four six them, couples. Yeah, all four of them get them and then it goes down to like... There's a time There's a time when it's like the last three in the yard, isn't it? No, but I'm, so, I'm talking about... Because right now we've got six couples. So I'm saying is someone's it? leaving tonight. Yeah, because we've got Danique and Jamie, Tasha Andrew, Ekin, Vinny, Damien India, Adam and Paige, Gemma Luca. So and someone, someone's going to go tonight, tonight and then someone else is going to go probably tomorrow. Yeah. And then and then they make the last thing four. just the three couple or the four or the three or whatever, isn't it? So the four will then get the family visit, isn't it? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then that's yeah. the final. And the, okay. they make it to the final, basically. Yeah. As always, guys, we're back here tomorrow to do a, de- a debrief and a reaction. But yeah, let's get into our last bit of headlines for the day. Archie Battersea update. Judges reject appeal. And guys, trigger warning. Please, trigger warning. So last month, we reported on the story of Archie Battersby, the 12-year-old who suffered brain damage and is being kept alive by a life machine. As promised, we are here to provide an update on his parents' appeal against the judge's decision to turn off the life machine. Unfortunately, it is not good news. Three judges sitting at the Court of Appeal in central London ruled on Monday that the decision of the High Court's judge to reject the plea by the parents of Archie Battersby for him to be allowed to die a natural death has been based on the child's best interests. 
As a result, they have refused permission to appeal against a decision to end his life support treatment. However, the judgment does not mark the end of the legal fight by Archie's parents, Holly Dance and Paul Battersby, to stop their son's life support treatment from being withdrawn by doctors at the Royal London Hospital in East London. The Court of Appeal judges stayed, stayed their decision for 48 hours until 2 p.m. on Wednesday to allow Archie's parents to apply to the European Court of Human Rights for interim relief. Additionally, Edward Devereux QC, represent, representing the parents, said that despite the appeals court decision, they were considering applying for a fresh hearing at the High Court based on new evidence. He told the court that his mother has had seen her son, who is attacked to a ventilator, attempt to take breaths independ independently on Friday and Saturday. As a reminder, Archie sustained brain damage about three months ago when his mother believes he choked while taking part in a viral social media trend known as the Blackout Challenge. Delivering the judgment refusing permission, delivering the judgment refusing permission to appeal, one of the judges said that although his mother said her son had squeezed her hand while she was at his bedside, medical staff had seen no signs of life in him. Sad. Yeah, that's sad. But yeah, let's uh, head into Danai. <laughs> No, you just got to update my thought. There's not a lot of many people being idiots nowadays. I know. There is not. And yeah. Um, Chris Brown's wife would have been a good candidate. Yeah? Chris Brown's wife would have been. <laughs> no, she's definitely number one candidate. She's, really good she's funny. But you know what it is, yeah? Um, the person that ASAP Rocky called on stage for throwing the phone, yeah? I don't know if they're that done at it, yeah? But you see the whole culture of throwing phones mm -hmm. on the stages to celebrities, yeah? I think it's time to let it go now. Like, I'm just over it. Are you doing that? Are you throwing your phone on stage to a celebrity? Hell no. no. So I don't even understand what they're supposed to do. Remember, they've done it to Lil Uzi the other day. He dashed it. <laughs> he dashed it. No. He, he, he. Lil Uzi is the baddest B around. He dashed it back around bust his head. So basically, they want them artists to, 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 to film record, it. yeah. Yeah, but you know what it is? It's too stupid because how far are you throwing your phone yeah. from? Exactly. How are you going to get your back? Like, I know and some of you ain't, some ain't yeah. got phone insurance. Yeah, and yeah, and and unless, you're, unless yeah. you're right there in front center, center exactly. you can hand it to yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, right. What's makes, the point? And that's what people are doing that and that makes sense because already the camera's set everything. It's already pressing record. All they do is pick up and do that, that yeah. and give back to you. Yeah, the handling one. The handling one. But if you're Quay over there, then oh. let it go. You can't have this you can't, privilege. You can't, you can't be throwing it. <laughs> you can't be throwing it. Phone, yeah. you, you, you even forgot to take off your passcode. So you they can't even your phone. You see, there's the two things about the little Uzi ones that's funny, yeah? One, that he dashed it in and it bust someone's head, yeah? It actually hit them and bust their head, yeah? The other part is, the you whose phone it was, yeah? They're filming it, isn't it? When my man lets it go, yeah? His face is like... <laughs> he's thinking, but he got yeah, his phone, my phone back. Yeah, you got it back. Got it back. People are yeah. like, your humans are good. They give me his yeah, phone back. Yeah, because head. That was exhibit A. That was evidence. Um, Dave dashed one at J. Cole. J. Cole? Dave dashed one at J. Cole. J. Cole put the phone in his pocket and walked off. We still don't know whether the person got their phone back to, to this day. Don't do that. We, Sorry. We, <laughs> we don't do that over at Dreamville. The heck? To this day, yeah, we yeah. don't know if the person's got their phone back. Oh. You get me? But all right, I brought it all up to say this year. This all come from ASAP Rocky. So basically, ASAP Rocky was performing, yeah? And they dashed it at ASAP Rocky and it nearly hit his, it nearly hit his face as well. You get me? Mad. But ASAP Rocky thought this is a teaching moment. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> so he called Donny up on stage to reason with him. Mm. And this is why I think this is proper. Because I don't know how old this person was, but if this was your man, 
If this was your no, man, this, this had to give you the yeah. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because, like, like, he called him up, yeah. He's like, give him a hug on the stage and that. Like, he's put his shoulder on him. He's yeah. speaking to him. He's saying, you almost hit me with that phone and caught my face. You got to be careful, baby. You get me? <laughs> you got to be better. You got to be better. It's like, I love you too. Now, you ready to go crazy? You get me? Look, no, definitely give me the ick. No more throwing phones. You know that? I was mentioning a PSA for phone throwing. If your man, if your man no. goes crazy, you've got, you've got to dump him. You can't talk him down on stage. Like, you get me? Man, let him know that I still care about you. Letting you know where you're going wrong. But I'm going to overlook it because we're still going to get lit. You get me? You ready to go mad? (laughs) Make sure no more foreign phones, though. Nah, you can't. That's the best. This kid sounds like he's... Was it a (laughs) seven-year-old? Have you seen the video? He's a grown ass. He's a grown ass man. It's a big, big man. He's... he's, Because you know what is? Even if you're young and you're tall, yeah, you look grown. He's grown. He's too grown for this nonsense he did. That's embarrassing. And that's why, because I didn't care about it. Yeah. But when I read it, yeah, the way that he spoke to him and adjusted on the stage, I said, nah, you know what? This has got to stop, man. These are crazy. It's embarrassing. And it's not even kids. It's big people doing this foolishness. Stop throwing the phones on celebrities. You get me? Because that, that was jokes. I think the real teaching moment was what Lil Uzi did. Normally, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a teaching moment. You know when he threw it, there was other phones on stage with him. He didn't skip a beat. Yeah, when, yeah. when they do Uzi threw it, there was yeah. other phones on the stage. But he didn't skip a beat. And why it was funny, yeah, because when he went, obviously everyone's throwing the phones, he's gone. So he selected the phone, innit? So mm-hmm. whatever phone he's picked up, he's thinking, all right, I'm getting my let? video on yeah. it. He picked it up, looked at it, went, yeah. it straight away. He got a Samsung and he threw it. That's crazy. It's not even an iPhone. That's crazy. Yeah, you can't be throwing Samsung on the stage as well, man. Boy. That's wild. So yeah, all of you lot, yeah, all you concert and festival goers that want that live throw your phones on stage to the artists, these are all done out here, man. <laughs> by association. Yeah, just by association, man. You gotta stop the foolishness, you get me? That is so funny. Just be better, man. Just keep your phones. Obviously. And if you're gonna do it, make sure you got insurance as well. Cause I know some of you ain't got insurance, so you're doing that shit. That's the you, you wilding. That's crazy. So yeah, let's get into our actual. <laughs> All right, that's been a great show. Great, great show. Thank you guys, as always. And thank you guys for always tuning in. Do subscribe to our channel. Make sure you do that. Let's try and get to, what is the next target, Brent? 2.5. 2.5. Let's get to 2.5. Um, You guys do keep um commenting and doing all that great stuff. We do appreciate it. Positive, negative, racist or not, we appreciate it. Um, Follow us on our social media platforms, The Day After TNB. Our hashtag as well, actually, is The Day After TNB. And like, comment, share our videos, do all that great stuff. If you would like to send voice notes or text messages about any of the segments or just want to know your thoughts, send it into 075-6484-1073. As you guys know, we've got plans on how we can be a closer yeah, community with you. Don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah, because... Let's get on the back, so we can, we can, we can Oh, so We're going to be a long time. Oh, uh, ooh, exclusive. I didn't even know that. Okay, so um, yeah, but if you would like to inquire about the show or wish to feature on the show, email the team at the day after at the new black.com. Black is for an X. Happy Wednesday. Peace.